This minute begins with the uh, tail end of the big competition act-off between Mandy and the dead baby deer to see who can express the most emotion. And I think the deer wins. And, uh, like, just barely. Ty goes to the deer because at least we didn't expect much from it. It's dead. Smash cut to static on a TV screen, channel 13, and it's, I just, I just want to watch Poltergeist now. Not the remake. The remake is horrible because they decided it couldn't possibly be the mother who actually does anything. Let's make it the father and not change much of the script to fit that story when that's not what the story's about. And <sighs> Why is there static on the TV screen? Because they live in the middle of nowhere, obviously. But fuck this movie, let's turn on Poltergeist. I mean, I don't want to get off on a rant about Poltergeist. The original's great, right? I mean, the mother's a badass, she gets shit done. The parents just, like, randomly smoke marijuana. That one guy peels his face off. And it's, it's creepy and amusing and, ugh. 1983 TV static, they got a Poltergeist, they're gonna die. Let's hope. No, it turns out, we're back in the house. They're laying on the couch. I guess? I don't know. We haven't had any of these rooms well lit, so I don't know what furniture they actually have. Apparently they have a TV. For some reason they're laying crisscross across each other, and he's really poorly lit, so you can barely see his face at all. I mean, it could be just be a Nick Cage stand-in. And she has just woken him up because he was having a bad dream. Did we see him having a bad dream? No. Did we see the bad dream? I don't think so. Unless we're supposed to think that he was dreaming about her finding the dead baby deer. But I don't see any indication of that. It cut from her walking out of the water to her sleeping on the ground, waking up to the sound of growling, finding a dead baby deer. If you want it to be him having a dream, you cut from him to her lying on the ground. And then it's still a really fucking weird dream. If you want her to wake him up because he's having a bad dream, then show him having the bad dream. Have him talking in his sleep. Some bullshit excuse. Show that something happened. Stop avoiding the action. Like, why do we keep coming in after some... We can't... Okay, it was fine. At the beginning of the movie, we came in as he's finishing cutting down a tree. Because we don't want to sit there while he cuts down a tree. I'm pretty sure that takes a while. Show him having a fucking bad dream. Show why they were just in a boat. Why were they at a campfire? What is going on in these people's lives? Who are these people? We didn't even see her see him have a bad dream. We didn't see her wake him up. We don't need setup. Just give us a fucking punchline, one that sucks. She asked, what was it about? I don't remember. Well, that was fun. The fuck is the point of this? Outside of the film, I kind of, by slowing it down, have invented a version here. She had this dream about a baby deer, and this is why she wants to talk to Andy about her freaking experience with the starlings that's coming up. But in the film, we have no reason to think that she was just dreaming. We have no reason to think that he was just having a bad dream. We have nothing. You don't have this conversation unless his dream matters. Or you at least establish that she woke up from a bad dream and just wants to talk. But you didn't edit it that way. At least I don't think so. It's all so poorly lit. Who would know? Was it a dream? Was the... She walked through the woods, found a baby deer. Was that a dream? If so, was it her dream? Was it his dream? We don't know. 
Did it actually happen? We don't know. It's not even surreal. Like if the baby deer had been like moving, like twitching, or it like looked up at her and said, oh, hi, Mandy, that'd be great. Or if it looked up and it's like, I worry about you a lot, Mandy. I worry a lot. <sighs> but no. It just, it's just something that happened in the film. At some point, you have to let us know what the reality of the movie is. Was there a dream? Were they at the lake? We transitioned to both the same way. Was that a dream? Was she first dreaming about him conducting the waves of the lake, and then she was dreaming about herself walking through the woods? Or he, no, then he was dreaming about her walking through the woods and finding a dead baby deer, and his bad dream then woke her up, even though we didn't get to see that part because we were inside the dream, I guess. Is that the logic of it? Is there a logic to it? Who? We'll come back to the old chestnut. Who are these characters? Mandy and Andy need motivations. They need personalities. They need lives outside of the screen. Outside of this badly edited nightmare. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, sometimes I think we should move away from this place. Why? Why? He's a fucking lumberjack. Where is better off living? What's wrong with this cabin? Other than it needs lights. Is he about to explain it? No. No, that would make too much sense. Instead, to be fair, earlier he cut down the last tree in the woods, right? Visually, anyway. So he's a horrible person. He wants to move away because he needs a new forest to deforest because his fucking hero is Galactus. Or his fucking favorite planet is Galactus. (sighs) It fucking hurts. Or is it brilliant writing? He cut down that last tree and he needs to move because he needs a new forest to consume. That's why he likes Galactus, because he just eats everything that's around him. And he doesn't want to eat Mandy, so they got to go to another forest where he can cut down all the trees and eat all the trees. Except, does he eat? Does he breathe? Does he sleep? I mean, they do have a bathroom, so I guess they're humans. We haven't seen the bathroom yet, but we'll see it later. But everything's so poorly lit, who knows if they're humans? She was lit okay in the woods, I guess, but that might have been a dream. I don't think we've actually seen him lit well. He was in the dim dusk with the slight bluish tint, out cutting the trees. He was in the dark truck. He was in the dark living room. He was in the darker bedroom. He was far away at the lake. Then he was stoking the fire, so partly dark. And now here. I'm not even sure if this is Nicolas Cage. It's probably his twin brother from Adaptation. Seriously though, if we hadn't seen the name of Nicolas Cage earlier in the film, would we know this is him? Would we care? I don't have time for this today. That's not even my desk. 